Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of Steel Wars features occasional coarse language. If you're around sensitive ears, move along. This is not the Steel Wars episode you are looking for. There are, however, many other family-friendly, clean episodes on our iTunes feed or SteelWars.com. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. Don't be too eager. Welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars! And we're back in Melbourne with all the old friends. So good to see you all. And uh, even Mick's come down from uh, Queensland, which is impressive, but... Not so impressive if you've ever been to Queensland, so we're doing him a favour. We are doing him a favour. Uh, exciting news in uh, Star Wars fandom this week with the return of J.J. Abrams. How are we feeling about this as a whole? Are you, you keeping your arms crossed? You're not so sure? Alright, so you, you're doing, for everyone listening at home, you're doing like the thing that you make out of text of the dude going, ah. What is that? Is that character got a name or? Shrug. Doesn't care about J.J. Abrams guy. It's his new name. Meh. Meh, yeah, the meh. Meh is... Meh is what's wrong with this planet. That is... That is brutal. It's, it's the worst... Oh, I feel like I have to have a shower now. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> also, could probably do with a shower. But I, uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited. I, I'm, I'm at ease. That's what I am. I'm, I'm at peace. Like I just feel like all will be well now. You know, we're going to steer the ship. But there's one thing I've learned, especially from my other podcast, I Love Green Gold Letters, is there's nothing funny in being happy about stuff, right? <laughs> So what I like to do is find people that are unhappy about stuff <laughs> and try and make them more unhappy. <laughs> and then I get their happiness or something. <laughs> but it's like it's just over... I, I just don't think it's worth... Like, you know, the anti-Disney like Disney Star Wars thing. This is what I'm talking about. I, I just don't think it's worth... Like, if you're unhappy about things that are actually happening to people, like that they're in pain or they're, they're, you know, they're living, you know, they're not having good lives and stuff, then get upset about that. But once you've just decided, I hate the new Star Wars, 
leave. <laughs> if, if you don't like a restaurant, you don't go there every day and complain about the food. <laughs> you learn to cook. So, I have been... I'm. If I was J.J. Abrams up in my uh, mansion, wherever uh, you live in J.J. Abrams land, I'd be very concerned because I've found two different petitions calling for Kathleen Kennedy to fire J.J. Abrams. (laughs) Not that she needs any encouragement to fire anyone. (laughs) So that's good. Now, one of them has 236 votes. People have signed the petition. 236 people. That's a definite man. <laughs> but so you, you mock that, but that's just one of them. Then I found another one, all right? That one had 28 signatures. <laughs> so things are looking grim. We've, we've literally got votes in the hundreds now. <laughs> Now, that's one thing, but you might say, who's voting for him to stay, right? And I did a quick calculation of the, uh, the gross that The Force Awakens took, and I did some division. You know, I took the number. I, I said maybe the movie tickets were 20 bucks, $2 billion. Um, so at that math, we've got 262 saying no J.J. Abrams versus... Over 100 million votes for him to stay. <laughs> and they paid. So then I, one of them you can look and see who, like, who has signed up. So they list, it's like a, a list of nutbags. It's fantastic, right? <laughs> so we've got uh, Hannah Wilkinson from United Kingdom. She's taken a stand. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, if she's going to stand up for it, then... <laughs> She should be proud. Uh, Michael Black, which definitely sounds like a made-up name. (laughs) He's from the United States, which admittedly does sound like a made-up country. (laughs) But here's where it gets interesting. Other people that have voted, social bookmarks from the Ukraine. (laughs) Then underneath that, social bookmarking service from the Russian Federation. This is not the first voting scheme that the Russians have tried to interfere with. They can't keep their mitts off anything. My God. So when I clicked on the one that had uh, 236 supporters, it came up with a pop-up window (laughs) that said, Today, Matt is counting on you. Matt Vella needs your help. With Kathleen Kennedy, Lucasfilm, remove J.J. Abrams as director of Star Wars Episode 9. Join Matt and 236 supporters today. So it popped up. And I was like, oh, Matt's counting on me. <laughs> like, um, it's so weird. It reminded me of, um, you guys know that awesome, uh, I don't know if it's a poem or a song or, they're words. About, um, about a guy walking down the beach with God. Do you guys know that? About the support? Right, so I, I, this is um, a bit of a pricey of it. So, and, and I feel like this, like Matt, 
could have written this to God. No one expected the podcast to go this way. (laughs) Admittedly. One night I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. From each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why. When I needed you the most, you would leave me. The Lord whispered, My precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never ever. During your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I was on Twitter laughing about your petition. (laughs) What a fair and just God. (laughs) Now, if this gets posted on YouTube, just look at the comments underneath because they're going to be lit AF, all right? (laughs) There's going to be some angry people. (laughs) And I'll sit back and laugh and laugh. Hey, you guys, how about we talk some Star Wars and we'll bring out our guests. Uh, They are both from the awesome network of podcasts, Sans Pants Radio. Uh, They're on movie maintenance and plumbing the Death Star. Let's get a big round of applause going for Joel Zammett and Joel Duchar. Howdy. Hello. Hey, Joel Zamet. Hello, hello. Hey, Joel Dusha. Hello. My name's real dumb, I know. I like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why is it dumb? Because it's the same as his. <laughs> oh, your surname. Okay. As I said backstage, I'm in no place to make fun of names. <laughs> um, yeah, this has only recently become an issue for me of like, like guesting on things. And like people being like, so Joel, du- du- yeah, it's Dusha. I know. It's a weird name. They're like, so, Dusha. I'm like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Dusha. <laughs> what about, um, yeah, yeah, I'm Luke Skywalker. Oh, so you walk on the sky? <laughs> yes. Maybe. So I force fly on the sky, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Semantics, I guess. How do, you, how do you guys feel about the return of JJ? I guess it depends who's imitating this time around. So, oh, I'm save it for the petition comments. <laughs> nah, like whatever. He's he's a good director. He's just like I, I love some of his early work. It, it, he's fine. Like I don't care enough. You love some of his early work. Yeah. So like season one of Felicity. Beautiful. <laughs> the curls. Uh, oh, I love the amazing. curls. Now what's the one with the? Is it sense something? The one with the kids. Uh, the Super Eight. That was great. That's not that early for him. That was not not really. I think it was like 2009. I guess I just don't know my JJ. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. That was after Lost. Oh, Lost (laughs) I'd never bothered with. I'm sorry. Well, this is the interesting thing because Lost, it's an amazing uh, series. Mm. And he was there to sort of get it going. But in classic JJ fashion, (laughs) after the first episode, it's like, (laughs) 
You handle this one, Carlton. I'm out. <laughs> um, my answer to this question is a lot less interesting because I'm super stoked because uh, I was one of the people that was very stressed about episode nine based on who was directing it uh, because... That explains the grey hairs. Yeah. <laughs> explains a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> you had a full head of hair just last week. Yeah. Well, no. Like, before episode seven came out, I was like, full coverage. And now, like... <laughs> yeah, um, I-, I would like to think that last week you were bald, <laughs> <laughs> and since it's the announcement, it's coming back. Uh, yeah, because like thanks, uh, JJ. <laughs> like that's uh, what that's would have helped Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like I love Safety Not Guaranteed, which the director that's got the axe directed, but could not stand. <laughs> no employment, not guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Jurassic World, I hated. And then, like, I heard about the Book of Henry, which is apparently just, like, the most misguided attempt at making a movie ever. Like, there's, like, a weird... Has anyone actually seen it? Okay, sweet. Anyone this... read the synopsis? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so there's a scene in this movie that the guy, Colin Trevor... Trevor. Tre- Col- Colin. I'm just going to call him Colin because I know I'm not fucking that part up. Um, Colty. <laughs> Colty. Um, yeah, there's a scene in his most recent film where there's like a really touching moment where Sarah Silverman makes out with an 11 year old and it's not played for like creepiness. It's meant to be a touching moment in the film. Yeah, see? That, what the fuck? Hey, 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 hey. That kind of happened in Big and everyone remembers that as a like lovely, cherished like film of the 80s and no one cared that much. Yeah. I, so maybe just trying to recreate <laughs> that moment. And yeah, like the whole plot of the film is like that there's a neighbor abusing his kid and like a third, yeah the said 11 year old writes a whole book about how to kill the neighbor and then the kid dies of a brain tumor and then his mum finds the book and is like well i gotta kill our neighbor that's what my dying son wanted and that's the film see <laughs> and he was gonna so direct star wars perfect i think right. for right. a space opera about a family <laughs> in turmoil so yeah i that, reckon he's got it like that as a movie like script <laughs> with the neighbor and all that that that, that sounds horrible yeah <laughs> Bang that storyline on Ramsey Street. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just don't know who Toadie would be in that situation, though. 11 year old. Yeah, that's the most wholesome answer, but I don't want him to die. He survived so much, so much. Oh, yeah, he survived so much already. Like, he doesn't need that. The, uh, yeah, for everyone around the world, that's a, that's a sweet Australian soap opera reference. Our English fans would. Uh, yeah, the UK will understand that reference in about 10 years when they catch up to where we are yeah. neighbours. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I just, I'm just, I just wanted to end well. <laughs> like, I was just, I was, I was, it was. It's one of those things that, like, when it changed, then I, I realised how much it was weighing on me. Because <laughs> with, um, uh, with Ryan Johnson, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just in love. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be sweet sailing. And then once that film ends, I didn't. Like, even... even This is no way to judge a director. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm you know, I know I'm, like, elbow deep in Hollywood, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's and that's just by someone's face in their publicity photos. Yeah. Like, he's got resting Trevor face. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in every photo, it's like, you look like a dick. I don't know, like, and it's unfair. Like, it's not fair, but he's just got this face that's just like, I'm going to screw up Star Wars <laughs> to smite you. You never should have been so negative about Jurassic World. It's still... Oh. Jurassic... <laughs> 
just it's, a, you- it's a it was a film it was fine now see Jurassic World is what The Force Awakens could have been and thank yeah. god it wasn't because yeah. Um, yeah like Jurassic World is just people worry that The Force Awakens is just like more of the same it's not Force Awakens is different enough it's exactly what this like series needed Jurassic World no one needed but everyone saw Everyone who paid money to see that movie, I hold you all responsible for the sequel. <laughs> Do you know what's weird, though? It, it, like, Star Wars is so under a microscope. The storyline, it's like a rehash, whatever. Yeah. People say that. And and I think if you can write, a, like, a pricey of the film mm. and, it, and you wouldn't be able to tell if it's Star Wars or The Force Awakens. Like, if you're vague, like, yeah. you know, like, orphaned, uh, mm-hmm. force-powered, a uh, on involved. a desert, yep. uh, meets up with Han and Chewie, Superstation, mm. mentor gets killed. You know, like you can you yeah. can vague it out, right? But like every Jurassic Park film is like <laughs> we've got dinosaurs <laughs> locked up. Guys, they get out. <laughs> Fuck. Although weirdly, if you look at the Jurassic Park franchise, and sorry to talk about Jurassic Park in a Star Wars podcast, but if you weirdly look at Jurassic Park, a lot of that is about how wholesome like a family unit is of a mum and a dad and like several kids. Like a lot of their films is about bringing a family together, and it just comes in every single one of them. Even to the point with the new one, you almost have uh, Chris Pat and the other what's her name? Bryce, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard, Howard, franchise killer. Yeah, franchise killer. Walking up basically looks like an aisle, and it's just so weird that we have this kind of like no no the family unit should go together don't get divorced stay together for the kids and that's in your dinosaur film and i don't know why but it's almost in every single one of them yeah like even the first one you got sam you're like i don't want fucking kids i can't stand them and then by the end he's like i love kids let's have some and you're like why is this in my dinosaur film i want to see a dinosaur eat somebody <laughs> but i guess i should have a wife and 2.5 kids thank you Oh yeah, but if you're gonna get if you're gonna complain about that, yes, like who wanted humans in a Transformers film? Not me. <laughs> if I want a Transformer film, I'll go back and watch the animated '86 Transformer film because yeah. it's beautiful. It is. But like when I went into the toy shop when I was little, I wasn't like going, "Oh, I've got to get that Spike action figure." No, no, no. I was like, <laughs> no "I want Optimus that. Prime." Give me a Rodimus. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, no one wants like a, a Witwicky. Yeah, I I, 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 want a, I want an evil robot that turns into a giant gun that yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> exactly. 100% I agree with you. Instead, we got this trash. Anyone see, like, the last one? Apparently, Earth's a Transformer? I watched it two days ago. Is, there, is Earth a Transformer, yeah? It's un- almost unwatchable. Unicron is Earth or some shit, yeah? Yeah, yeah? yeah that's fucked. That's stupid. That's real stupid. Oh, spoiler alert for a film I'll never watch. <laughs> He says, dude, that's fucked. Sorry, I just realized you don't have a microphone. So Anthony Hopkins is in the most recent Transformers film. And sir, no, no, sir, it's, it's Anthony. way radder if you do just reply to everyone and, and don't announce what they said. Oh, yeah, yeah, sweet. Everyone listening is like, God, that balding guy is just hearing things. How could they tell he was bald from listening? It's in my voice. No, we established it before. We didn't actually say it, though. I just leant forward. See, now this is a callback. So people are like, ah! I've nailed podcasting. We did it, boys. All right. Let's go, let's go back to the beginning, you guys. All right. And uh, let's, let's talk about your first memories of Star Wars. Um, I have, like, a wholesome answer to this. Um, it's like... What is an unwholesome... Bro, I was in an orgy and... I looked up. The orgy was in a theatre. That's where they had him in 83. (laughs) All right, give us your wholesome answer. Um, So, 
<laughs> what? what was that? <laughs> Don't reply to that one. No, okay. Okay. Oh, that one's just between that us. That is not a good look. <laughs> yeah, so the rear... The, the <laughs> that guy's dying. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, just raise your hand if you need CPR. You are having... You have stained your white hoodie with happiness. <laughs> <laughs> just oozing happiness everywhere. Uh, so, so <laughs> Alright, wholesome. Oh my god. There's a guy in the second row doing a salacious crumb impression. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so um when I was like six is the exact time that the original trilogy got the re-release in the cinemas. So I saw all three original trilogy films in the cinema for the first time when I was like six with my dad. Mm-hmm. My parents got divorced not like that long after that. So, like, it's like an early... You should have gone to see Jurassic Park! Yeah. You should have, man! It's the wholesome one. Star Wars is about splitting up the family and separating them across galaxies. Well, mom wasn't at Star Wars, so maybe if she came, they would have stayed together. Ah. No, it's okay. It's all good. I I still see my dad. It's fine. Um, But, yeah, so, like, my first... little voice crackle then still see my dad it's fine I'm having good times I just need to quickly go make a phone call um every time you see like a Darth Vader cosplay you're like please be him please be him <laughs> dad are you back <laughs> found those cigarettes yet <laughs> um yeah so my first experience with all of the Star Wars films is the, like I've seen every Your single awesome one of the film. story involved divorce no but the divorce <laughs> It's wholesome because, like, it's a nice memory of like, when I was a child. Yeah. And, like, my it's parents... When my no, family no, was it's, still it's a, together. It's a wholesome because it's a good old-fashioned heterosexual divorce. Yeah! <laughs> Am I right? Yeah! <laughs> vote no. <laughs> no, Joe, gag, 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 gag. Vote yes, vote yes, vote yes. <laughs> I want to go to my brother's wedding one day. It'd be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> A cover bag. It was like, oh, I guess there's a line. Can't make a gag. Oh yeah, actually, okay. yes, bigotry is the line. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, the Empire Strikes purposes. Back scared the shit out of me. Like the Wampa. Like I literally, I remember doing it. I turned around in the chair. Like I couldn't look at the screen. Like when Luke is stuck in the cave, like upside down. Like that scared the shit out of me. Which meant that like I was always like iffy for like a couple of years after that about rewatching Empire Strikes Back. So that's good, I guess. Not in like a. Not in like it fucked my life up. It was good. It was like because that scene's meant to be intense. So like the fact that it like scared me was good. It sounds like uh, your first viewing of The Empire Strikes Back was directed by Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little boy traumatized. <laughs> yeah. What did you make of it? Like seeing, like so you went to the special editions. Yep. And. Like, were you much of a movie-goer before that? You're only six. So. Um, so, my family have a history of, like, working at the cinema. So, like, I'd been to the movies quite a bit already, but I... Notorious cinema employee. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird. Management, One though, someone's so fine. you'll follow in my footsteps. You, I, too, will be an usher. I was born with popcorn between my teeth. Ask what, ask what I do, aside from uh, podcasting. I reckon you sadly look out windows. <laughs> Whilst managing a cinema. Ah. <laughs> so your dad's proud. That's good. Dad, no, see, dad wasn't the one who worked at the cinema. He had a dad's bank job. Ah, okay. Yeah, he had a grown-up job. <laughs> I start to blame mum for this, I feel. <laughs> She's the reason dad left. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. 
Um, yeah, uh, so it was like I'd been to the movies a bit, but Star Wars is like the first memory I have of like really being excited to go and like it, the movie like blew my mind. Like I was one of those kids that was like super obsessed with Star Wars, was like acting out my favorite scenes like in primary school and stuff with that, like that with my friends, like had heaps of action figures and stuff like that. Might be something you can probably relate to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little. Yeah, yeah. We're kindred spirits. <laughs> uh, how about you, Joel? Uh, I think I've got two sort of vague ones that have sort of happened at the same time. Like one of the first memories I have of Star Wars is my brother selling all of his toys. <laughs> but this was back in like And the that's late why 80s. I don't want him to be and able to marry. Yeah. No. <laughs> different brother. Different oh, okay. Um and like he had like like a to me it was a life size C three PO, but I'm guessing not that life size because I would have been about yay high. So like a giant C three PO and all those kind of figures. I remember him selling them for like three bucks, two bucks in the trading post. So like I guess, you know, whoops. Um <laughs> and the second one is is I guess is like my first experience of death, of like understanding what death is. So divorce doesn't sound so bad now, right guys? <laughs> Which is the like the Ewok caravan of whatever it was called. Caravan of courage and Ewok adventure. Yeah, yeah, caravan of courage <laughs> where the little girl is watching her watch and the family like the lights just blink out. And that uh, was like, you know, me, I guess, my first understanding of death. It's and I think in the same week, or like very similar memories, I'm reading like a G.I. Joe book, like a comic book, where I think, is it Scarlet? Also, she dies in one of the comic books. And then maybe also now, remembering like Hook, where Rufio also dies? It was very traumatic either year or several months for me now that I'm thinking about this. Yeah, nah, it kind of messed me up pretty good. When, um, when's the Apple Watch going to have that feature? Oh, geez. Are your parents alive? Oh, Dad's going into cardiac. <laughs> Shit. Mum, what, help. What time is it? Funeral time. <laughs> Cancel my four o'clock. <laughs> but like, what kind of feature is that on like a watch to be like, are my parents alive? Yep. Good. Oh my god. Why? Who remade that app? It's half past sad face. Yeah. Traumatizing for a child. Well, okay, hang on. How like do you have to program that watch to like be connected to your family members or could like Luke have put it on and been like, My father's still <laughs> What? <laughs> like, That's strange. <laughs> that would have Sister <laughs> What? This watch is definitely broken. Obi like goes for everyone's like, well, actually, from a certain point of view. <laughs> so you said you were acting out your favourite scenes. Mm. W- what are they? Always the lightsaber fights, like because I was like six or seven by this time. So like every single lightsaber fight was just like the most exciting scene in a cinema, like cinematic cinematic history for me. Um, yes. To the point where like even like when Phantom Menace came out, like those scenes, I was like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, there's no... You can't front on the Phantom Menace's lightsaber. Mm. Look, I'm actually a defendant of the Phantom Menace. I think that that's probably the best of the prequels. Not yeah. counting Rogue One, obviously. I know that that's technically a prequel, but... No, uh, I'm still counting episode one. What? <laughs> Rogue One's better... Anyway. Uh, yeah, I like. I still like quite like Phantom Menace. Not in the fact that I think it's, like, an exceptional film, but I think that it's a lot better than the two films that follow it. And, like, apart from Jar Jar, it's just, like, kind of messy with, like, pacing, and that's about it. Like, it's a good... Like family film, I guess, which I know is people don't like yeah, hearing. Yeah, good, sometimes. good family film. Guy gets cut in half. Good family film. Yeah, but family film, like, don't take your kids I guess to go see no this. Divorce in it, so I guess. 
happy Don't take your kids to go see like Smurfs and stuff like that. That's not pushing their boundaries. Show them where like Qui-Gon gets stabbed. That's sick. It's rated PG. It's fine. Guess kids got to learn about death somehow. Yeah. God, you guys, uh, you've brought a lot of baggage onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> just want to talk about x wings dudes. <laughs> Chill out. It's depressing me. But, like, see, like, just that opening shot of Darth Maul on Naboo, and he lights up mm. the, like, oh, Whoa. oh, oh. Let's all just nod for the next couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. What a scene. And, oh, Jewel of the Fates. Oh, God, what a sound. Give us a sing. Great song. All right, well, there goes our music rights. It's less than 10 seconds. It's bad enough. You're fine. What about what about your favourite scenes, Joel? Weirdly, I don't know. You go back and watch a lot of them. I kind of like start thinking of like the odd things no one really mentions or sort of knows with. And one of my favourite scenes is them... It's episode uh, New Hope where they're torturing a droid, and like you know when the flame comes in and just sort of like fire jets hitting the legs. Because I'm like, why? What? I oh, know that's Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> that's like getting mad at a toaster than stabbing it a few times. It's just I don't, I don't see your point. <laughs> <laughs> should, should I choke the toaster? Maybe. I mean, I just. I don't uh, yeah, you definitely shouldn't try drown the toaster because. <laughs> That will not work out. Um, so th- those are like the, the moments that I'm enjoying as a, a more of an adult. But when I was younger, like the, the lightsaber fights, of course, like are amazing. Even episode one, I remember like just the lightsaber fight with Darth Maul was just fantastic. Um, I think it was like, 14 at the time. How do you um, have a bad lightsaber fight though? Like, <laughs> like I mean, except Yoda if, like like the... no that upsets no no no. I, I have to preface. How do you have a bad lightsaber fight if you're not Dave Filoni? Like, <laughs> good question. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and I think yeah, like the like the lights are really great, and I don't know. I think everything for me is like all like um, a lot of the Star Wars thing has just been kind of molded together now with like parodies of everything else. So it's like very weird to kind of in my mind separate a lot of the parody stuff with the actual like original trilogy, as it were. So like my memories of the original trilogy are kind of just now blended in with like Spaceballs and yeah. the Family Guy parody and all of that. It's, well, it's very bizarre. Like like when Lando, like people want him to come back, mm. but it just seems like he's like Billy D. Williams has just parried himself. Yeah, <laughs> out of contention. Like, like oh, I remember this like acquiring or listening to a um, like a Star Wars audio drama kind of thing, and they had like this voice actor is Luke Skywalker, this voice actor is someone else, and Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian. Like. Clearly, he's the only one that needed the work, uh, and I, I don't know why. Like, he just—he just. What else has he done? Like anything, apart from more Lando? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think as podcasters, we're not to judge anyone's work schedule. Okay. <laughs> nah, fair. Nah, fair. Nah, whatever. Follow that paycheck. I understand. He did an episode of Scrubs, but as Billy D. Williams and so, doctors like. Freaked out, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Billy D. Williams. He's in Star Wars. Say Star Wars." So look, okay, so he's an episode by IMDb. (laughs) (laughs) So he's an episode of Scrubs where he plays himself. And like, if we're going to be honest, Scrubs isn't exactly a high bar to clear. Um, (laughs) 
fuck, I probably could have got a walk-on part to Scrubs by the time it hit like season nine. He, he, yeah, he, he actually played himself, mm. and so method he did break his ankle. He uh, <laughs> gave himself a compound fracture before going in. Yep. Now, um, yeah, because there's this like Boba Fett has mm. been so parodied, like in the Robot yeah. Chicken and stuff, and they've just put out all these promo shots for this new book coming up that's all different stories. It's called From a Certain Point of View. So it's like 40 stories around Star Wars. And they had this little blurb from each story. And the Boba Fett one, it's it's sort of like when I walk in and everyone turns around and goes, hey, that's Fett. Yeah, I like it. Like, it's just like... <laughs> what? Is, is this a robot chicken, like, script? <laughs> You're writing in the Star Wars canon, like... Oh. Sounds like he's just going to walk into a bar and like high five everyone and then like just walk behind the bar and make himself a drink. Maybe shoot a guy and everyone's like, that's fat for you. Yeah. yeah. Notorious bounty hunter, making a drink, having high fives, <laughs> shooting a lad. It just sounds like when like the Slave 1 takes off on the back, there's like a giant monster energy sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and like fake balls. <laughs> <laughs> How are they real? I don't know. <laughs> Those sort of things. So people around the world... I don't think they have... They have this in other countries? I've seen sure. it in America and Australia. Oh, okay, America. Okay, there you go. Um, they have, like, like fake testicles that hang off the, like the toe, toe bar. bar. Of cars. And when someone... Someone told me this on Green Guy Letters, and, like, it's such a bad idea. I was like, no, you're making this up, surely. <laughs> like, this is... A, like you, And then I saw them, and I'm like... Why would you want that on the back of your car? Because uh, my car is a man and a man needs balls. And this car <laughs> needs biggins. I don't want no neutered car. <laughs> Give me the biggest you got. <laughs> I want them dragging. Bigger. Bigger. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. I guess. God, theatre of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. I was once like you, listening to a podcast when in the middle, an advertisement for Harry's Shavers came over my earbuds, just like it is for you right now. And I took advantage of their free trial offer and became a regular customer due to the ease of having the stuff sent to you, the price far lower than at the supermarket, and also very embarrassingly, when I would go to the supermarket to get replacement blades, I'd never buy the right one that would fit on the the handle that I had at home. And it I'd have to. It was just horrible. I I I didn't like it. They they never match up. I never never can get the same one. Anyway, here's the deal. Much like myself, you are now getting a free trial offer via a podcast. That all you have to do is cover the shipping, and Harry's will send you out a free trial set. Your trial set will include a weighted ergonomic razor handle, which will connect with every different type of Harry's blade, I am told. A fine precision engineered blade with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shaving gel, and a travel blade cover. That's a $13 value. All you have to do is cover the shipping, which to my house was just $3. So that to me seems like a really great deal because, well, I did take it up on the offer. So I would... I'd feel like a real rube if it, it wasn't a great deal, but it was. And now I am a constant customer. Now, to take advantage of this great deal, go to harrys.com forward slash 
Steel Wars. So Harry's is H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com forward slash S-T-E-E-L-E Wars. Right now, the link will be on the website and also in the show notes of this very podcast you are listening to. Thank you so much, Harry's, for sponsoring Steel Wars. And hey, just giving me this this great face. I appreciate it. Harry's.com forward slash Steel Wars. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk characters. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who's, who's your guy or girl or droid or planet? See, okay. Some are very, very, very... I've got two very obvious answers, and I'm so sorry. Um, Han Solo, <laughs> I loved as a kid. Everyone loves Han Solo. And um, Kylo Ren did. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, man, I know. No, 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 no. This is the worst thing that's happened. I just blanked because I went to go say Finn, but that's another character I meant. Um, Oscar Isaac's character. Sorry. Poe? Poe, Poe Dameron. That's right. Oh, all the ethnics look the same to you, don't they? <laughs> No, see, I remembered Oscar Isaac because I love him as an actor so much. Yes, and all they little look the same, yeah. <laughs> You're so well-spoken when you said actor. Actor. <laughs> so uh, what, what is it about um, the Poe? You, you, you've got that. The, well, they're two very the same. Like yeah, I've picked the same character twice. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. It was a 100%. good... 100%. <laughs> mm. Well done. The lovable rogue. Great jacket choices or vest. Um, handsome. Charming. Everything I want to be, really. What a smile on both of them. Yes. Especially on Poe. <laughs> and they could... I bet both of them could run the shit out of a theatre. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, imagine getting like, oh, Poe Dameron being like, there's your seat. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> I know they'd be bad at their job, but I just love them too much to tell them off. Dude, <laughs> if Poe Dameron said to me in a cinema, there's your seat, I would sit down, point to my lap and go, and here's yours. Oh. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Poe Dameron seems the kind of guy, if I'm at a candy bar and being like, can I have like a large popcorn and a medium drink? He'd be like, here's your large drink and a medium popcorn. I'd be like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. No butter. Is- Extra butter it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said, Poe. Fuck yeah. No, yeah. So I just really like those characters in the Star Wars universe and like, I was very, very upset uh, with the events of episode seven. I kind of saw it coming, but it still hurt me to watch Han die. Uh, but yeah, like Pro Dameron. I thought you were going to say when Pro Dameron gave Finn the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like He's Finn. He's nothing too. without that jacket. That jacket, it's, it's his. It's uh, his um, jacket. <laughs> that, the jacket changing didn't bother me. As long as the jacket was, I could see it. Doesn't matter. Maybe my favorite character is actually Pro's jacket. <laughs> it's such a cool jacket. It is good, like... Name a better jacket. You can't. If that jacket... I was, if that jacket was managing a candy bar... Oh. <laughs> I can easily name a better jacket. Luke's uh, ceremonial gold leather jacket. <laughs> Dude, you can't front. That's true, that's true. Yeah, you... Fuck. <laughs> You've beat me on the jacket front. <laughs> it's such a killer jacket. Who, who your uh, who your character? Uh, from the original would be Lando. I, I I love that character. I just love that he's just like I'm a bureaucrat. I'm gonna sell out my friends. Nah, I'm sorry. Like I like I love his arc. Um, I love that he had enough confidence to bet a giant ship in a in a, <laughs> a card game that he lost. Um, but I think I do I do love that he just sells out his friends and I just because like and they like you betrayed me. And he's like, well, what else was I meant to do? And like. It's a good point. Like, what else was he meant to do? He had his whole people to think of. 
Um, Rarely on stage have we had two people whose favourite characters are so telling. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we had a sick cape, you know? Uh, Because, like, who else in, like, the Rebels are wearing capes? Is anyone? Is it because just, like, Darth Vader's got a cape? Anyone else? Mendo? Mendo? Yeah, but... Also a bad boy. (laughs) Although he's a great character, he's he's not in the Rebellion. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, in in talking in, like... You're looking at, like, the whole, like, Star Wars, like, galaxy. Who's wearing capes? Oh, um... Not many people. Bail Organa wears a cape, I think. Pretty sure. Oh, it's more of a cloak. I'd oh, say. you got me on the cloak cape front. Covers up. Yeah. Yeah, he's sort of rocking it to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Where a lot of oh. Jedi's are robes and everything, but not Lando. Is a cloak- he's got the confidence to wear a cape. <laughs> no, I respect that. Um, so definitely for the original trilogy. Uh, in the prequels, it was Darth Maul, but I think I loved him before Like I saw the film. Like, you know, when all the promotional stuff, there was just this guy with double-edged lightsaber. I'm like, that guy's sick. Uh, but then he died. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Um, Sorry, he's back with robot legs. That's true. He's back with robot legs. Yeah. Well, he, he, and then yeah, he's he's not back anymore. Uh, and in the in the more recent ones, I, I do love me some Kylo. Uh, I just I, I love me a fancy boy villain. Like, <laughs> like when he took off his like helmet. Oh, I just laughed. It was so good because he's expecting someone like either disfigured or like someone like a monstrous kind of person and he takes it off and he's like a fancy boy and then he, <laughs> and then he just talks in like a fancy boy accent the whole time and he acts and like then, such a piss as well oh he's like... such a little piss baby <laughs> he comes in and he's like why haven't I got them he's like I'm sorry for the bad news like leave me <laughs> and has a tantrum it's great and then he's like I don't know if he was in charge of hiring everyone at Starkiller Base but almost everyone else in Starkiller Base is also fancy boys. And it just pleases me that there had to have been like, all right, welcome to Starkiller Bla- uh, Base. This is the hairstyle you need. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like on casual dress day, just a shit ton of boat shoes. Yes. Oh, yes. When you said piss baby, I was yes. like, oh, come on, there's people's parents here. And then I realised they were your parents. <laughs> Proud of me, <laughs> to be fair, Piss yeah. Baby's probably better about than like the jokes about them dying whilst they're in the crowd. <laughs> True. True. The whole time during that bit before, I was like, "All right, I mean, like Don't they're make there." Eye contact with Bell and Mike. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> that, that, that's extra pressure for you guys and your dying breath to make sure you're connected to Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let him know. They're either dead or out of signal. <laughs> Don't know which one. Um, but no, I do love Kylo Ren, and I love that this is like a, a new character we haven't seen, which is like someone in the dark uh, being tempted by the light, which is something we haven't seen in the Star Wars uh, trilogy before. Oh, six, what? Nine-tology? Saga. Saga. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have built up quite a rapport over the years. <laughs> I'm like, what's nine? Octo. No, that's eight. Hmm. Sorry, I'm like I'm here all smug correcting what's saga, but I couldn't remember Poe Dameron's name like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> I was gonna say I've got another favorite character, but it's just the same character again, and he doesn't exist anymore because he's from the extended universe. Dash Render. <laughs> oh, what a guy! It's a brave man that goes out of his way to bring back a topic to praise Dash Render. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it. people. I I enjoyed Dash Render. I enjoyed his. 
like puppy <laughs> vest thing he had. Yeah. A good vest, also a good vest. It was cool because like he was created in the 90s and they made sure that everyone was well aware of it. Like he looks 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I liked and And I loved his video game. Yeah, yeah. Good work on that. I'd yeah. like to thank him. <laughs> Shout out real good. I feel like Dash Runner doesn't get enough praise yes. for making that game. Yeah. You get a scar, yeah? And like a mullet looking thing? Or are you thinking of Kyle Katarn? Oh. You think of Kylo Ren? <laughs> <laughs> you get a fancy mother though. <laughs> yeah, but Dash Ren does just like they're like, well, we want to put Han Solo in this game, but it doesn't make sense storyline wise. Let's just create a new character. It's Han Solo. Cool. Enjoy. <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. <laughs> Me too. I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm so glad they did this. It's a good game. Like, good I game. remember back then to find out all this stuff, you'd have to buy like the Star Wars magazines. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It was like Star Wars that, fact file. I have a lot of issues. It was someone <laughs> printed out the internet for me. I, there was one called Star Wars Galaxy Magazine that Tops made. And I remember they were like previewing Dash Render. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's going to be the cool. I loved him. I thought he was cool. I, I thought he was cool. He had the little fold out when you bought the. Hasbro figure, he had this weird fold-out <laughs> gun thing that was interesting. He had a an outrider that he couldn't hop in. <laughs> How does a fold-out gun work? I guess, is it useful? You, you just be quiet for a little while. Just make sure your parents are alive, right? <laughs> the, uh, no, you can visual confirmation. You don't need to check your phone I No, I can't trust my eyes. <laughs> I need Bluetooth. You are getting pretty old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could they could be watching the podcast Weekend at Bernie's style. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. I am very easily fooled. <laughs> They're just doing this really dodgy wave. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they came out. Oh, hi, mum. <laughs> what about uh, what about background characters? Who do you like? Who are the little IG eight eight? Oh God, There's fans of him. Yeah, it, like he was like. In Shadows of the Empire, you fought him on top of a train, I'm pretty sure, and that was sick. And also he's... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But in the movies. He, he's good in the movies. <laughs> Movie. Can you stand there? Yeah. He's cool looking. He's really cool. You also background characters. It's not like I was like, my favorite character of all oh, time no, is no. IG-88. Oh, no. You can say, he like, I like him. But to then say he was good in the movies. <laughs> cool. Do you know what he did in Star Wars? His head was part of the cantina bar distillery. <laughs> what? Like if you look at a photo of the cantina, right? Yeah, and you know there's the bar. Him. And you know there's all those pipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them's yeah, his, his head. I did not know that. That's cool. Huh. See, he's great in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Brings he, everything together. He tasted great in the movies. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we on uh, when I did an interview episode a few weeks ago with Hawes, we were talking about IG88, and we were debating whether his head moved at all. Now, now, what do you think? Do you think his head moves at all? I think it does. I think it's yeah. I'm pretty sure like it spins, which is weird. 
Or there's lights on it that move. Ah, I can see why you had a debate now. Um, <laughs> I have memories of his head moving, but it's from the video games. So like, all it does is move. It doesn't stop moving. Like once you watch it, it's just like. He's just very aware of his surroundings. Oh my god, he is all over the shot. He's, there, he's a very nervous assassin droid. <laughs> what a hero! Fuck. How about you, other Joel? Um, the droid that serves Qui Gon and Obi Wan like tea or space tea in Episode One, and then he's like, "Yes, just just wait here. It's all fine and dandy. Things are going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sus. Yep." Yes, keep how, on waiting. How good's breathing? Take deep breaths. <laughs> Remember, eat all your lungs. All your lungs. Fill them up. You need them. Oh, he's great. <laughs> I like that a droid can sell out a hu- like another hu- like a human. It just it seems wrong, but also good. Everything you like about Star Wars is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's like? Because someone's building that droid, so it's like we got to program betrayal. And I, I like all like at least espionage. And like, well, I guess there's assassin bots, so he's a, a, a program in killing for money. That's also great, actually. Now I think about it. But someone is making these um these droids, and I like that someone's being like, because yeah, it's a protocol droid. The one you're talking about, yeah, 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 yeah. Which like, they're not made to betray. Like an assassin droid, that makes sense because assassin droid. Yeah. But like a protocol droid, like they're not meant to sell out people. What? Are they? Yeah. Well, exactly. Which means someone's gone no, in there program and programmed yeah. them in, and that's good that's to fine. have. Also, just back to that scene because this had never actually occurred to me until just now. All right, say the Trade Federation was successful. Obi Wan and Qui Gon died in the gas there. Yep. What's the next move? Oh, the Jedi are probably going to forget about that Jedi Open master up and a door fucking into space. Oh. Like, yeah, but like, did but, the Jedi's come? No. But like, we can. You know that we have the Force, right? We can sense what happened. Well, in that case, they were here, <laughs> but they left early. <laughs> I guess the Viceroy aren't known for their cleverness, but like that seems like a real stupid plan. Like, lie to them, sure, but don't try and kill them. Yeah. Not not in like that early on in the like Yeah, that's fine. They, they they didn't know when the film started though. <laughs> that's that's true. I understand that still. But <laughs> the war they're, they're, they're in their spaceship and they like, see the big yellow letters <laughs> go past. Like it's starting, it's starting, it's starting! Get him! <laughs> My issue isn't that like you know what? Don't worry about it. I... <laughs> and um, oh, what's that? Like the droid that R two makes blow up, so they pick him <laughs> instead. Also, like that, that poor droid. He's like, finally, I'm gonna get picked. By then, R two's like, Zzz! and then he's just like, ah, starts whirring out. Oh, that's yeah, R five D four. Yeah. Yeah, I so in that that book thing I was talking about mm. with all the different stories. Yeah. So there's a story about R five D four. Of course there is. And <laughs> it's like inside his head, right? You, like you, so you hear what he's thinking, right? And it's not. What is it? Is it just like what? No, it's a zero 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 one zero 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 one. He he's like going. I just I just want someone to own me and and bathe me and he's like, I just want to help out. Dude, I read this blurb on the podcast, on the Patreon podcast last night, and I had tears. I was so sad afterwards. <laughs> oh, I love him even more. So he's like, you've gone all it was pound. Like, it was like a droid version of the Book of Henry. Oh. <laughs> so you've gone to a pound, and you're like, you see this beautiful puppy 
big eyes and just coming up and being, pick me, please, I've been here for so long, I just need someone to love, and I think that's you. And there's this other dog that comes in and just, like, nips him, and then he starts, like, yapping, I'm like, ah, oh, he's a yappy dog, fuck off. <laughs> you, though. I, I don't think your analogy's right. It's like, you're at the pound, and you're picking a dog, you pick one dog, it walks up towards you, and then explodes. <laughs> <laughs> You've well, got that was a dog cool kidney tr- all over your face. <laughs> that was a cool trick, I guess. <laughs> it learned how Here to boy. play dead wrong. Oh, not that. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Best trick in the game. Point it explodes. See? <laughs> oh, it's only one trick pony, I guess. <laughs> all right, so what rates his favourite movie? Empire. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back for me as well. Why's your reason? I, I, I think it's going <laughs> to totally differ to you. <laughs> um, I actually always liked A New Hope better until I rewatched them again maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. And I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back is like way cooler, like way more intense. Um, it's like set the trend for like so many other films. And it's nice to have like the second movie in a series be like, hey, everything you liked about the first one? What about fuck you? <laughs> I like when movies fight back. Yeah. Like, hurt me. Yeah, yeah, good. It's like, are you having a good time? Let me spit in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoying that now, aren't you? You're like, no, I wasn't. No, you were Okay, I was. God, now your parents time. wish they were dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, Empire's great because it has set the tone for every single sequel like, has now, that's like, come after it. And every other sequel now that isn't Empire, we'd be like, no, nah, it's no Empire, I guess. I, I've been thinking about this for a while. I want to watch Empire and just try to find something wrong with it. Uh, is wait, this is like a uh, pretty huge plot hole that people talk about stack. So I'm sure this has come up a million times. Like the training montage in the Millennium Falcon, that doesn't really make sense because Luke either learned how to be a Jedi and Dagobah in about ten minutes, or the Millennium Falcon took like half a year to get from A to B. I can't remember where they're traveling, but that happens in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, so yeah that's fucked but apart from that it's nah, the perfect movie because like time is different so when they're travelling and like time is passing down here so I'm guessing I just for Luke the, the Millennium Falcon took like 10 years or whatever but for the Millennium Falcon it was like 3 minutes it's fine what? it's fine <laughs> show your what? show your working I refuse <laughs> just do some mental gymnastics so, and arrive at no, where I am. We'll high five. That hurt me way. Be like, yeah, we did it. Because that means that I'm not even going to explore. Dude, that. I just sprained my mental groin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because that not. So not, he's probably trading for a while, and just because like the Millennium Falcon is going to take long to like a, a while. To, that means that Luke and Leia are in different ages now. But well, yeah, let's not, just say like a year, right? So let's just say he's training there for a year. This is like some Doctor Who bullshit now. And so they're, they're traveling... In like a good way, I like it, than, don't worry. Faster than light, right? So for them, it's like a very short journey, but for Luke, it's not. See, you're trying to say that because Luke's on a planet, time's moving slower for him, so therefore he can train faster. This is also very Dragon Ball Z. You're referencing lots of weird things. I've never seen a Dragon Ball Z. I call bullshit, but that's that okay. Um, yeah, okay. I guess that sort of makes sense. Like, Why would like, I lie? <laughs> It's a weird thing to lie about. So you're trying to say that like time on Dagobah moves slower, so therefore Luke was able to complete his training, but on the Millennium Falcon time was like five minutes in the rest of space. So like, no, no, because it's, it's going in warp. It's going fast, right? 
No, dude, I thought I... I, you've lost me. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with Empire Strikes Back. It's a perfect movie. You are 100% movie. correct. <laughs> it's not often I want to live edit out a section of the podcast. <laughs> I am not a clever man, but I'm sure people who know science can be like, this is the reason why. No, it's good because when you well, release... Time dilation or some shit? That's a thing, yeah? <laughs> Please stop talking. Um, <laughs> Alright, because like, there's the skip 15 seconds thing when you like release the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To skip through yeah, that. So go back 30 seconds. No, for about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or just so you're you're saying that no. <laughs> <laughs> so that the Millennium Falcon was playing their podcast at half speed. Yeah. And Luke was playing his training at triple speed. Yeah, basically. But because, like, because they're using warp drive or whatever the Star Wars equivalent is, <clears throat> um, they're going like at a, at a certain speed, right? And so they'll get from A to B in a short time for them. But anyone observing that, it's going to take longer. All right, I just think okay, I, sh- okay. I should just uh, say uh, interstellar. That yeah? I should just say interstellar. I should, no, no. I just want to say that ten minutes ago yes? I liked you more. Okay, <laughs> I'm losing game. All right, all right. In- interstellar, interstellar. You also interstellar. Yeah, I've seen it. I was we saw it together. Dude, we did. I can listen to you say yes for the rest of the podcast. When 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 is Leon like ah oh, shit? I, I was in that planet for like five minutes, but now I'm like twenty years older than everyone else. That one, that kind of thing. It doesn't. Let's okay. just say they were on the Falcon for a couple weeks. Yeah. Right. Okay, How about see. we just that's the explanation. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Bringing in McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a handsome boy. If he was at a candy store and was like, hey, here's just the complete wrong order, I'd be like, thank you. That's All right. <laughs> does, does anyone in the audience have a fault with Empire Strikes Back? Okay, yeah. Uh, just fit this theory. The hyperdrive wasn't working. So, um... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the best heckle of all time. <laughs> so some liar in the audience... <laughs> What's it like to get murdered on stage? Is it good? It hurts. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm dead. Damn. I'm a dad. They're kicking. They're fine. Oh, they're fine. Your Star Wars podcasting's Michael Richards. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Huh, this, this watch can say... Oh, I can tell disappointment. I want to follow you out after the show and see your dad clip you over the back of the ear and say, the hyperdrive wasn't working! <laughs> you idiot! Call yourself a star, was Excellent. We've all been there. You want extra Steel Wars content and you are constantly plagued by change in your pocket that you wish that you could just distribute out to content you really enjoy. Well, finally, there's a solution, and that is patreon.com forward slash steel wars, where you can hear bonus shows like Gonk and Steel's Trash Compactor and the Making Steel Wars show, along with regular listener Q&As and the hour-long bonus to the Steel Wars call-in show, all for just $3 a month delivered directly to your podcast app of choice via a secure RSS. And this month, I have taken on the challenge of doing 30 podcasts in 30 days. And right now, I am on track. So there are so many listener questions answered. There is so many bonus news shows. It has been a ball. 
So it's a great month to try it out, all for just a cup of coffee a month, depending how expensive your coffee is. For some people, it's going to be half a cup of coffee a month. For other people, they don't like coffee. Just use the analogy of tea or a can of Coke, something like that. Either way, check out all the bonus content at patreon.com forward slash steel wars. So let, let's talk about your podcasts. Like yes. the, the first one I became aware of, which probably was the first one, was Plumbing the Death Star, yeah. Uh, it was the second, second one, podcast. Yeah. Oh, what network. was your first one? Shut Up a Second was the name of our first podcast. That Still sounded going. like a rude okay. response oh. to your question. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Now tell me the name of the podcast. Oh, uh, what a bit this would be. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Sans Fans Radio started a network, and yeah, our first podcast on that network was Shut Up a Second. Second one was Plumbing the Death Star, uh, where we really found our stride. Yes. I cut out a lot of shows that didn't make yeah, the no, cut. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's best to do that. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward like a year. <laughs> yeah, good. Second one was Plumbing the Death Star. There no, was a, no one wants to bring up their podcasting book of Henry. <laughs> Bad. We've all got them. Told a oh, kid we've... to murder his neighbor. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't care about that name. I didn't know. I had no reason. He so did pl- it though. Plumbing the Death Star. G- give us the concept around it. Um, well, basically, it was like looking at fictional universes and kind of finding flaws in it or finding like things we can kind of like niggle at and being like, well, why is that a thing? Like, why do droids feel pain in Star Wars? Because, again, they're robots and that's been programmed. So that's silly. So like really trying to investigate that kind of stuff or looking at um, start the, again, the Star Wars universe and there being a very strong argument for there being air in space. <laughs> Because, well, they, they, there's explosions, there's sound, and they can basically breathe without a helmet. So, like... Who can breathe without a helmet? When they land on, an, like, the asteroid with the worm thing, they're just chilling around in the atmosphere. So, like, there's air there, yeah? They've got the little goggle, the snorkels on. Do they? It's been a while to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I was too busy watching Dragon Ball Z. It's your favourite Star Wars movie, though. Come on. My memory's trash. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> I don't like the bit at the end of the Star Wars where Luke Skywalker like just flies through space to the Death Star. He was in an X-Wing. Oh, now you bring that up. <laughs> where was he? Huh. Huh. No, I'm pretty sure you know the guy. Journalist by day. Wears a cape at night. Glasses takes him off. Hey, look at me, fast and speeding bullet. Luke Skywalker, yeah? That's him. I thought you were describing Anthony Bresnikan, but um. (laughs) this is the thing. This is this is my issue with your podcast about (laughs) issues, right? Yep. Yes. So it's called Plumbing the Death Star. Yes. I I look through the feed. I'm like, where is the episode one? Must be about the plumbing on the Death Star. No, episode one is is the Imperial Army racist? Very. (laughs) And they are, yes. They're, I mean, they're the bad guys, so we shouldn't be too surprised that they're racist, but the Imperial Army hey, is definitely racist. Hey, good on both sides, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a too late to, like, not agree to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, you obviously... You say you haven't done the no. episode about the well, plumbing on the desk. So no, had- it's kind of like, a, like when we were sort of naming it out other co-host Jack he named it um, but like it's kind of like because plumbing the Death Star because who does do the plumbing the Death Star and it's an idea of like you know delving in a bit deeper into a universe like as in the plumbings of 
a particular universe or a particular franchise or comic book or whatever. That doesn't... No. Yes? I want to know about the plumbing on the desk. So you, you don't care oh, about right. the name okay. of the podcast. Uh, you just want us to answer the question. I, I want to well, know... Weirdly... Uh, when when, when Sheev yeah. takes a Sith dump... You know it's like meaty, that one. <laughs> Where's it going? Where's it He's going? He's an old man. Don't describe it anymore. Just say yes. where it goes. Uh, <laughs> weirdly, Star Wars answered this for us. Yeah, so in The Force Awakens, Finn... Uh, they asked Finn what he did on Starkiller Base, and he's like, I worked in sanitation. So I'm assuming J.J. Abrams is a big fan of us, and that Has was a direct be. reference to plumbing the Death Star. Sanitation would be the plumbing. But do you think they just, like, <laughs> let it out the bottom, or they save well, it, or they recycle it? I mean, it has to be some kind of recycling, but also if they're, like, like letting it shoot into space, that's clearly dangerous. that's going to hit, like, an orbit, right? <laughs> and there's just going to be, like... Just a ring of fecal matter around the Death Star. Oh, shit could be fuel, I guess. Or they just like collect in a tank and then they just go down to a planet. And then it's like, mm, fuck this planet. <laughs> Turn on the tap. <laughs> fuck, imagine if instead of like blowing up Alderaan, they just took a massive shit on it. <laughs> like, hey, Leia, look out the window. Just open the tap and just shit flies in the <laughs> That was your home planet. <laughs> or like, enjoy now. Dagobah was like Naboo, just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> And Tarkin found out Yoda was there and just like, cop this. <laughs> Don't want to kill you, but we're going to make it real shit. For you. Real, real shit. shit. Sweet part. What do you mean? <laughs> ah. so, so what are the other things that you've, uh, you've gone deep in in Star Wars? Uh, oh, one, of my, one of my favorite episodes would have been uh, about the clone troopers. Because with um, B- uh, Boba Fett, like Jango Fett raising himself, like the consequences of being your own dad. Because that's fucked. Like, I understand clones and, like, clones are in so many things. But, like, it's rare to get a clone to raise, a, like, the child version of himself from, like, birth to, you know, a child. That's What that's- was Django thinking? Like, oh, I had it pretty rough and my dad's an asshole. I reckon I can do it better than him. Clone myself. If I gave you, a like, baby. a six-month-old version of yourself and was like, raise this and you knew that it was you, surely that would fuck you up. Because that would fuck me up. I'd be like... No, thank you. Or just put, like... In the bin. <laughs> it, it, it actually is, like, the main reason I'd, I want to have a kid. <laughs> That's wrong, man. <laughs> you know, having, <laughs> like, like, I envy everyone in this room that you get to hang out with me, and I don't. <laughs> no, but, like, I'm great. That having another one? That could have gone either way. That could have gone either way. Um, but yeah, that, that got to a little fun time of being imagining like su- su- surviving clone troopers. Because ideally, you know, again, it, it takes a lot of people to raise a kid. So idea of like uh, Boba Fett in is it Genesis, um, just there with a bunch of his dads, basically, or himself dads, they're all raising him, taking turns, and then like after everything happens in the prequels, like a subset of clones like is going off trying to find like their like their lost son. Uh, we, we ended up dubbing them the dad troopers. Because, uh. yeah, that's another fucked thing. Like, Django, like, all of the clone troopers are just Django as well. So, like, Boba Fett's like, dads? Like, what's the difference? Literally nothing except one's bad. At, well, they're all bad in the end. Does, is so there anything bad. in, like, in the EU where uh, Boba ends up, like, killing a, a stormtrooper? Nah, not that I know of. That's good. Because if so, that'd be... How would, like, it'd be so hard with all the clones, like, in the army. Like, mm. people, you know, they like to have a bit of 
roughhousing and, and diss each other and, and all that sort of stuff. If one of the clones like got like <laughs> a new sports car, ah, oh, midlife crisis. I bet you've got the exact same size genitals that I have. <laughs> but just like, yes, I need a sports car. <laughs> well, yeah, just like you're a dickhead. Well, you're me. Ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> got me there. Well, yep. Guess <laughs> we all are, aren't we? What did oh. you say? He's a dickhead. Yeah, you, me too. Yeah, you too. Yeah, well, you're right. That does sound like a great episode of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done, like, out of all the ones that you've done, because you're mm. talking about Harry Potter and, and yeah. you know, every, all, you know, mm. go down the video shop. They're, they're all go there. down to yeah. your local blockbuster. Have... Um, have you ever done one that's got like a super negative reaction? Like, like fans of that franchise? Harry Potter. Harry Potter, for sure. Uh, so, I don't know. I know you're all pretty big Star Wars fans. So just taking a guess anyway. Um, but Harry Potter fans are scary. Uh, so, like, <laughs> in, in for example, in, in Star Wars episodes and whatever, we might get like the names of planets wrong or get things confused. And like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> or you forget a hyperdrive's broken, maybe. And everyone's just like, what a dickhead. Ha ha ha. They move past it. Yeah. With Harry Potter episodes, if we get anything wrong ever, uh, we're just like, oh, I wonder if we've got any emails today. Ah, that's a lot of emails and they're all in caps and they're all very angry. <laughs> um, so in one of the Harry Potter episodes, we forgot one of the Weasley kids. Like one of the... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 40 of one guy. There's one guy literally just walked out. None of that. There's like 40 of them, you know, and we all we forgot one. But the question was, you know, why are the Weasleys poor? And I'll still stand by, like, why are they poor? They're magic. What do they actually need and want that they can't magic to themselves? And so, like, we had that argument. We're, like, and talking about the Weasleys. And, yeah, I think we forgot Bill. Bill, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, like we got like we still occasionally will just get an email or a tweet, like being like, "Hey, I've been listening to Plumbing the Death Star. I just found it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you forget a weasel?" We're like that episode came out in like 2014, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, we're cleverer since then. We're not. I, I do, <laughs> I, I do like the irony that in talking about why the family is poor, you forgot a character called <laughs> Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like to point out that that could be why they're poor as well. <laughs> So that guy that left didn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up was like, mm, I'm not hearing anything bad about these potters. Well, uh, and he paid for a ticket, so I guess the joke's on him. <laughs> um, yeah, like so. Yeah, we get it. we get uh, some pretty angry fans every now and then, but they stay fans surprisingly sometimes. Sometimes. Alrighty, very cool. Yeah, so the best thing is you don't take us too seriously. We don't. You may have uh, noticed. Yeah. We'll be wrong occasionally. <laughs> um, so we've got time if uh, people want to do a bit of audience Q&A. So if anyone's got a question, there is a, uh, a mic. It can be to these guys or anything Star Wars in general. It's a little bit of a weird uh, set up this room. So, all right, Andy's keen. Sick. Ask us some Star Wars. We're experts. This is chuck, be good. Um, chuck that down off the stage so it's a little bit more accessible. Hey, still. Hi. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you're very close to us. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm on track. Let me just, there we go. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sorry, what was your question? Yep. <laughs> it wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is more of an appreciation to Still. Oh. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, that's all right. The, all, the, oh. all the great content you've been giving us. I know you don't collect. Pops, but I've got a, spare, a few spare ones, and I thought 
everyone from the Safe Haven group. That's for you. Oh, thanks. Chewbacca. You're so cute. Oh, is he? Is he? Yeah, it's like furry. Oh, yeah. furry. All right, we can. <laughs> That's cool. We can. We can lick this after the show. <laughs> ah, thank you. That's all right. Um, so I guess my question is, um, I remember on Twitter, one of them said, oh, I love Rogue One. Was that you? That was me. Yeah. Um, what uh, are you, yeah. Like my thoughts on Rogue One. I love yeah. it. No, um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I feel like that the backlash of Rogue One was so strong for no reason. It was a really enjoyable film. And I'd like some of the coolest scenes like that we'd seen in Star Wars, especially when it came to space battles, like that it's a hammerhead ship before I get anything else wrong. No, you're right. The hammerhead, yeah. the hammerhead ship. Yeah, that was great. That was fucking sick. Um, and like, I was so excited to use it. <laughs> I, I was ram the fucker. Like, yeah. In, during the midnight screening of that film, like when it became apparent to me that that was exactly what was about to happen, I could barely fucking sit down. I was like, no, they're not. They are. They're gonna do it. Oh, this is sick. Um, and yeah, like just the fact that you got out of your seat and just rammed into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the bald patch happened. <laughs> Slam. And yeah, like just the fact that like everyone was like, oh, now that this comes back to the Disney thing, like everyone's like, oh no, Star Wars is owned by Disney. We're never gonna get like an Empire Strikes Back. And then Rogue One was like, nah, fuck it. All the characters dead. Like everyone's, like, they're gonna ruin it. They're gonna, they're gonna fucking puss out, and it's gonna be shit. No. They're like, no, yeah, I mean, like, it makes sense for them all to die, so they're dying. That's cool. They're still taking risks. And yeah, like, I know that there was some parts of Rogue One that aren't, like, up to the same standard as, like, obviously, like, an Empire Strikes Back or even, like, a New Hope. But it's still a fucking good movie, and everyone who hates it, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's directed at you. <laughs> I pointed at Joel. <laughs> Thank you for your question. <laughs> Oh yeah, just just for the microphone. But we're yeah, you can stand on the stage. That's you come up, my here, little buddy. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> what? Borg has a question. All right, wait right there. <laughs> Borg has a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your island, you rude little pigeon. <laughs> and yeah, dude, um, you can come up this way. I, I thank you for bringing the pork. That's uh, yeah, that's cool, man. I'm so excited for the Last Jedi. My question was just like. Would you? How would you guys see the next two movies going? Uh, if it's JJ um, for the final one, is it going to be a like a repeat of the you know episode six or how um, do we see it going? See, I don't think that like I think that even if JJ was in charge of like the entire trilogy, uh, like of yeah, the new ones, um, I don't think that he would have gone like all right, sweet that beat for beat kind of like plotline that just followed a new hope well let's just do empire strikes back next because like that yeah <laughs> that would not have flown well at all but um i think that uh i kind of had an idea of how i wanted it to go before the tragic events of last year was it yeah Carrie yeah. fisher's death yeah it was last year wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah um i think that that has definitely would have changed my like how i imagine especially episode nine to go um so I'm not actually sure what to expect anymore because a lot of the plot lines kind of build towards Kylo Ren having some kind of redemption with Leia that they wouldn't have put into episode eight. I think I have to deal with that in episode nine, but deal with it without involving Leia now. Um, so yeah, like I honestly have no idea what to expect like storyline wise now. Um, Cause yeah, the like obvious plot threads that are there, they're going to have to do things that are totally different now. Um, which like, that's 
sucks so much because of like what happened but also like it's exciting because like who knows what we're gonna get and i think that jj abrams like wrapping up the trilogy is a good call because like he clearly loves star wars he loves making films mm. and like while we joke about him like stealing yeah. other people's styles like that <laughs> quentin tarantino does it too and everyone fucking loves him yeah <laughs> that's probably <laughs> yeah um I, I i don't love him but that's okay um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's gonna be good, and yeah, I think he's like the right person to wrap up episode eight, a uh, nine, sorry, because um, yeah, he gets to bring it back. He was restarted this. Everyone everyone's super hyped for Star yeah. Wars again. And yeah, like, he did go go on record and saying like he wish he was directing episode eight as well, and like I, I kind of do wish that he had maybe creative control of all, all three films, but like I'm still excited for episode eight. Don't get me wrong, um, and. Yeah, as much as we can kind of like make, you know, snide remarks or start a petition and get like so many, so much traction to uh, uh, get him fired, um, he is a competent filmmaker. And, you know, Star Wars is such a giant, you know, behemoth of like a a machine basically of being like, well, this is what we're having. We're going to get, hopefully, (laughs) a very good sort of wrap up of this trilogy. And do you reckon they're going to leave it open for like and now here's more stuff going on I think that like there'll be obviously open threads but I don't think that it'll be like whoop maybe episode 10 it'll be like look we're going to take a break like this is going to end here and then we can come back to it if we want to yeah like I, I think it will continue but yeah. I, I would hope that we get a you know, like an Ewok celebration style ending of like, <laughs> you know, this is... No, but this this battle has been won mm. and there's going to be more adventures rather than, you know, the Batman versus Superman, the sand... Ro- and you're like, well, instantly we need another film. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think we wrap so, up. But I, I think it's awesome that he's place. back with the gap because all the things that he set up mm. in the first one, like... It's it's more like he will go back and tie that stuff up, even though it's JJ Abrams. But because what's of in that mystery box? Who knows? <laughs> Could be anything. <laughs> it's a Chewbacca pop. Um, <gasps> yeah. So all the things he laid out, it's better for the person that wrote it to go like mm. that. They won't be sort of ta- like whatever happened to Sifo Dias, right? Like, what happened to that? That was... I, I thought I thought that's all Revenge of the Sith was going to be about. The, the Sifo Dias finals. And I know there was a cartoon later on, but it, it's like things like that. And, you know, that's not a really good point because George Lucas did write all those films. But... Well, it's probably a good point because, like, with the original... Uh, not the original, the prequel trilogy, um, like, George Lucas clearly, after the Phantom Menace backlash, clearly went back and, like, changed episode two and three accordingly. Where, like, it would be, like, really, really, really interesting to see, like, what his original mm. storyline was. And he'll never, ever say, like, yeah, actually, like, Jar Jar Binks was going to, like, play a massive role. But clearly he was going to. Because he banked. Like, if you watch the Empire... Uh, I'm the messing the, up the, the behind the scenes doco? And, yeah. And if you watch The Phantom Menace, like, clearly George Lucas is like, Jar Jar Binks is the character everyone's going to fucking love. And he's so important. And he needs to be here. Um, so, yeah, like, the fact that he then just had to cut him out of, like, episode two and three, basically. That... We've done like 145 podcasts, whatever. Easily the worst George Lucas impression ever. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea where that sentence was going to go. And I was like, surely that's not the first time someone said the R. It was a mean comment. It was bullying. Oh, okay. I mean, full comments. After 200 episodes of plumbing the Death Star, I'm still not used to them. <laughs> we are nothing but lovely and sunshine. <laughs> uh, 
do a bit talk. Oh, that's not so good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we will wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming. But before we, we go, we always want to know from guests. You know, it's, there's infinite Star Wars films. Uh huh. Yes. For forever, right? Uh huh. And uh, you know, we've got the ones we know of. We've got the ones we don't know of. Uh, what are you like most hoping for or most looking forward to in? The Star Wars universe. This is a weird one, but I always like the idea of in, well, it won't be anytime soon, but say like 20 years, a remake of the prequels to like try and fix the like mistakes that George Lucas made. And I, I know mistakes oh, is... I always have to say for everyone at home, our mics aren't good enough to pick up all the subtle groans coming from the yeah. audience. <laughs> no, like as in like, I don't want it... Like I. I will be very old when this happens, hopefully. But it's just something that I think that would be interesting because like, there's so many like ideas with Anakin Skywalker that have just totally kind of shit the bed now because like, you can't go back and fix them because episode one, two, and three exist already. But if you were to go and remake them, like again, 20, 30 years. Every time I say that now, I'm just going to be like, 40, 50 years, 60, 70 years from now. Um, 110, cool. when we're dead and gone. <laughs> ah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see like what someone who... like. Yeah, like takes the elements of those stories and like puts into something else is able to put together. Mm, I I think about that about like remaking the prequels or remaking any Star Wars yeah. film. It's like why? Yeah. Just, like just go to a different like yeah. just go like 500 years back and just write a new set of stories with new heroes and Yeah, I guess. You've and got you've got new stuff. In my like this situation I'm describing, I would want them to call it a remake, not like a like a reboot, uh, not a Star Trek Into Darkness sort of situation where they're like, "Oh, it's a new story." It's not a new story. It's just Wrath of Khan again. Like, just be like, "Sick, we're trying again." <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The more I talk about this, the worse of an idea this sounds. Uh, I'm just really yeah. excited for a Dash Rendar film. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good recovery. Uh, I would love a uh, a Kotor uh, mini series, or even like oh, that's a, a better reaction. Everyone's like Ugh, <laughs> to me, and to you, like oh yes. Again, going back to like you know like Star Wars love, I and, and I maybe grew up on Kotor. Yeah, go into what that is. Uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So it was set. I how long ago was it? It's like almost like two thousand years or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's something like ridiculous. It's like five thousand years ago, before the all this Skywalker nonsense. We've got this cool stuff here, and we're just going to go into this like uh, I think Sith generally control most of the universe at, at the moment. Is that right? From memory, it's been it's yeah, been a while since I played it. Maybe half and half. Yeah, and so like you then explore a lot of like other things. They really delve into like my personal favorite. Um, uh, like, is it Jolie, the the grey Jedi? Yeah. Who's like, he's not quite light, he's not quite dark, he's somewhere in the middle, and I've always kind of, like, loved that character. Um, so I'd love just a Star Wars universe, that like, Star Wars show or movie that was exploring all of this cool stuff that's not bogged down by, like, a Skywalker. Yeah, I guess you could get, like, a Game of Thrones kind of series. Oh, but yeah. setting HBO, hit me up. <laughs> And I'll say this line of make a make a make a Kotor series, and then you go find someone that can make that. Well, Don't Game, Game of Thrones and Star Wars are very similar because mm. they both involve a lot of incest. Yeah, and <laughs> one, yeah, they do. One major thing I, uh, one difference for me though is uh, that one's good and one isn't. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I hate Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were rating <laughs> each franchise's incest. 
To be perfectly honest, Game of Thrones goes all the way twice, whereas Star Wars only a kiss they try on the lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna it's go, ho- if you're gonna go like some kind of hog, go whole hog. I reckon. <laughs> In space, there's no boundaries. <laughs> That's uh, been a recurring theme of today, and I hate it. <laughs> uh, but I'd love, it. I'd love a Kotor kind of series, or I'd love a film where it's just. Very much. I think there was like a, a a game that was rumored to be setting in the underbelly of um one of the planets. I think it was uh, uh, Star Wars one three one three, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, and it was just like the underbelly of um. I always say uh, croissant because I <laughs> Coruscant. <laughs> I always stuff up the word. So uh, of the planet of croissant, um, the underbelly of it all, uh, and like very low tech, very much not using lightsabers and really delving into things without the Jedi involved. Because I always love. In Star Wars, all the characters that aren't particularly Jedi's, they're just like in a world where, yes, we have space wizards, but this is my problem that i got to deal with. And I'd love something like that. Like Blade uh, Runner. Yeah. Ooh, that's very cool. Well, thanks so much for coming. You don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do, buddy. Don't worry, Joel. Let the good people of the internet where they can track down all the pods. Uh, yeah, so you, everything can be found on our uh, website, sanspantsradio.com. We do a bunch of different podcasts. Uh, the one that me and Dushron mostly is Plumbing the Death Star. We also do a D&D podcast. D&D is for nerds. Um, we do movie maintenance. That's just a show. Shut up a second. Am I missing any? It's just good business. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Sick. I, I, I feel if, like you're making up podcasts as you go on. <laughs> We have way too many. Uh, we also have a show on tonight, um, but it is sold out. So uh, there might be a couple on the door if you want. Otherwise, we've got uh, three shows. God, what an emotional roller coaster that fight was. <laughs> <laughs> three shows next week if you want to come to them. Uh, there's a show tonight. Woo! It is sold out. Oh, there's few sh- might be tickets on the door. Ah! <laughs> Can't promise anything. Oh. <laughs> so uh, uh, tonight's topic is, um, is, is uh, how liable is Willy Wonka? <laughs> I've got a lot of beeves with that boy um, So if you want to come uh, to that uh, Maybe there's some tickets Yeah we should be able to guarantee at least three or four tickets on the door So if you legitimately want to come see us uh, We're performing at the Metropolitan Hotel in North Melbourne Which is like a five minute walk from here Yes, uh, at the, sh- the, the sweet time of uh, 9.45 Nice and early <laughs> Nice and early Nice. Well, we've got uh, I Love Gringo Letters at uh, 4.15. If you've got uh, tickets for both, obviously stick around because don't waste that money. Uh, but if you just got a ticket for Steel Wars and you want to stick around, we've got uh, Demi Lardner, Tom Ballard and Geraldine Hickey. It's going to be an awesome show. It'd just be another 10 bucks um, to like get in to show your ticket and uh, we'll do you a double deal on that one. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank our guests, Joel and Joel. Thanks, guys. And may that force be with you! Ignite the green, yes! Yes! Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that really fun live episode of Steel Wars with the boys from Sands Pants Radio. And uh, check out their podcast, Plumbing the Death Star and Movie Maintenance. And oh, they they have they have so many podcasts, but they're two that I've been on. So if you search through iTunes, uh, you'll be able to find my episodes. We do an episode. I think we we fix the prequels on one of them, and we definitely did a Snoke theory episode. I feel like we've done one more. 
But anyway, yeah, check out their feed and uh, there's a couple episodes with me on there. But then there's there's other episodes without me, which you might enjoy more. I don't know. I've had a moment of absolute terror that um, you'd like things without me. So, all right, I'm putting it back together. I'm putting it back together. I posted up a new Struthers Wars uh, today. So, sometimes if you don't refresh your feed on your podcatcher, you might miss an episode. So, make sure you've got that. It is with King Tom Chansky, and it recaps some of his favorite Steel Wars moments and talks about his Star Wars fandom. Eric Struthers of the Bad Motivators hosting that one, hence the Struthers Wars title, and it is super fun. If uh, you want to support the podcast and get a ton of bonus content, especially this month through what our Patreon listeners have dubbed Contemptember, which is a very hard word to say, on Patreon, I am doing a new episode a day, or we'll balance out 30 episodes in 30 days throughout September, a new podcast. And it can be a Making Steel Wars podcast, where me and Jason Ward talk about all things Star Wars. The episode that we did last week was an 80-minute banger about uh, the return of J.J. Abrams. Uh, Gonkin Steel's Trash Compactor, and the episode we did at Force Friday... It's very good. It's, it's, it's quite funny. You'll enjoy that. And I'm doing Q&As. I'm doing news reports. A podcast a day. And that adds to the 300 plus podcasts that are up interruption free. No ads. No little plugs in the middle of the episodes on our Patreon page for just $3. And that is at patreon.com forward slash steel wars i also want to give a shout out again to harry shavers for sponsoring this episode and if you want to take advantage of their free trial offer which you just got to cover the shipping and as i mentioned in the advert i did that and it was just three dollars to get me started and you get the weighted ergonomic razor handle the uh the five precision engineered blades with a lubricating script and trimmer blade a rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover. Um, you get all that for just covering the shipping, which for me was three bucks. It's a thirteen dollar value, and uh, then you can, if you if you like it, you can uh, get more. They you can set it to come regularly. That's what works for me, and uh, saves you time from going to the supermarket and getting the handles mixed up with the razors, which is my big issue. And and the quality of them is really good. So check that out at harrys.com forward slash steel wars. It's, uh, it's awesome that such a great product is sponsoring the podcast, one that I use. So that's rad because I, I really do think you should try it out. I, I, it's a good deal. I swear it is. It's free. And then even when you're paying, it's, uh, it's a lot cheaper than you pay in the supermarket. We've got one more live episode in Melbourne this Saturday, the 23rd of September. And that's with Mark from Auntie Donna, which is very exciting. And uh, if you want some more podcasting, you want to hear what we did after that episode last week, the live I Love Green Guard Letters is up that we recorded straight after, and it is so funny. Uh, Demi Lardner, Geraldine Hickey, and Tom Ballard 
just killing it. We had an awesome time. So check that out at ilovegringoletters.com or just search it on iTunes or wherever you get your little podcasts from. Steel Wars is recording live on October 7th at the Los Angeles Podcast Festival in downtown LA with such amazing podcasts as My Favourite Murder, Doug Loves Movies, The Dollop, Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast, and Mark Maron's WTF. It is so exciting. You can get tickets at LAPodfest.com. Thank you guys so much. May that force be with you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 